These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Hi guys, Sony Q&A once again, here we are, another week over, another week closer, it's a little bit lighter, a little bit closer, a little bit further out of um, January, which is always tough. Uh, right, a lot of responses to O-License this week, so we'll go through that one first. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of people who commented. Thank you very much for your comments. Uh, Paul Allen, Gary John Baker, Barry Petrie, um, Jonathan Lewis. I'll, I'll try and do each comment in turn, but in case I kind of miss you, I thought I'd get that one out at the beginning. Um, yeah, I need to pass a CPC. There's this thing about this CPC, which is if you want to get O-license now, you need to have like a transport manager. Now, to, be, to get a transport manager, you have a CPC. This exam is hard and expensive, apparently. Um, which, from my point of view, I'm now 50. I kind of thought, I, I left school late. I left school at 24 because I went studying for a long time. Um, but I kind of thought I'd be done with school um, by the age of 24. And, you know, 26 years later, the prospect of sitting doing another exam. And it's probably going to be a terrific... It sounds a bit dry as well, to be honest with you. But... Um, but then again, this is to get a CPC to be a transport manager. You don't, having said that, I don't have to. But I don't have to be a transport manager. I can get a transport manager. Uh, Gary jo, Jerry John Baker says, "Stay off the O." He says, "You're better off with a van, curtain sides." Uh, Barry Petrie said, "It costs four. Yeah, if I don't, it, I think it costs four hundred pound a month to hire someone who's basically going to go through all your tackle as a transport manager." Now, the thing that gets me about this is presumably you're hiring a transport manager because you've got like twenty trucks on the road. For him to check your tacos. What if you've got two? Have you still got to pay the guy 400 quid a month to come in and check two tacos? I don't know. Something I'd have to look in. Um, Jonathan Lewis says um, it costs... To do, I don't know how much it costs him. It costs £500 maybe to do this CPC. Um, and it takes it takes a week to do it, I think. I'm trying to, I'm trying to read between the lines here. Jonathan Lewis says um, it's £400 to renew it. Oh, it's a one-week course, yeah, and it's one pound a It has to be renewed every five years. Okay, well, that's every five years. I worry about five years in five years' time. Um, CR said... Um, yeah, oh, no, that's... Sorry, that's... Um, can't remember sound. Anyway, he said go for it. So, <laughs> okay, thanks very much for the support on that one. Um... I don't know what I'm going to do, in fairness. I think what I'm going to do at this point is I'm just going to go through the motions. Um, it don't cost me no money to... I say I'm going to go through emotions when I get the time. Uh, log on to the computer, start filling everything in. When it starts to cost me some money, then I'm going to make um, the decision then. One of the guys said... I forget which one of you it was, and thanks anyway. He said, wait until you've got an end user that needs... Um, uh, you know, that, that, you're gonna, that needs, needs seven and a half. The problem is we have got one. 
And it's going to need either, it's moving buckets for um, the end of diggers. This one, this guy's appeared at a Lake and Basel, which is lovely. It's close to me. Um, and we're all right on the short, you know, the small one, small buckets and the medium buckets. But the big buckets are big, and they kind of need to be side loaded. Now, what I can do is I can always sell the job on the exchange. Or, but then it's going to, I'm thinking, well, if it's going to be good money, then we might have to look into it. So it's probably one of those things that I'll have to cross that bridge when I'll come to it. Um, there was one other comment which I actually thought, okay, interesting. Uh, James Popperly said, what about the idea of getting a trailer? Because I know it's like kind of loaded weights. So I know when I had a seven and a half ton, you know, seven and a half ton was how much you could carry in your truck. In your little truck. But if you put a trailer, you could carry 10 tonne. It was to do with because it split axles and all that kind of stuff. And you would dough in it. And, so, and he says, you know, apparently you can carry more weight if you put a trailer on the back of your van. And you could get a trailer bill with... How much is that going to cost, like, you know? But, um... Yeah, like the interesting comment. Just an interesting thought. I don't know. In the meantime, I think what I'm going to do at the moment is I'm going to go down the, um... Going to go down the route. When I get time, I'm just going to plug into it. I've got lots of other things going on. And if we need it, I might get it on the hurry up. But at the moment, we don't need it. So I'm just going to look tentatively into it. Tentatively, as it doesn't cost me money. But in the meantime, I'll do it and I'll let you know how I'm doing. In that case, if you feel like doing it, you know. But I'm just going to move that because that's got like a little bit of light from that window at the top there. Uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, if you feel like doing it, then um, please learn from my inevitable mistakes that I'm about to make. All right, that was it on the O license. Um, compressors. Uh, Steve Davis is a great, great bit of kit. Hello, Steve. How you doing, mate? Um, he said, ever look to get into... And then it says, Mad Spring Helpers. Now, I don't know what he means. But the only thing I can assume that he means in this is because what you can do... There's no reason why you should, because most of the time, in fact, all of the time, you should be running on weight. Because most of the shippers, the, job, the shippers that put the jobs on, educate your people, and they shouldn't put, you know, send in a van to pick up four ton. It shouldn't be that way. Um, and if it is, you ring them up and go, mate, this is four ton. You want me to do lots of trips, or do you want to pay me a cancellation fee? Um, but I know there, I do know there is a place because when I used to be the market trader and the nefarious modern market traders, not that. Not that I was, of course. Um, uh, there's a place in Wembley called Paddington Springs. And for 420 quid, or that's how much it was at the time, they will fit five lever springs to your van. Um, at the moment, my Mercedes has got two lever springs. So what it does is it makes it look like a dragster. And what that also does is it means that if you're driving down the road and you've got extra weight on board, it doesn't necessarily look like you've got extra weight on board. And also, it's better for the van, maybe drives better. It's right. I haven't bothered doing this in mine because I'm, I'm a coach now. I, I run on weight. I'm, I'm, I'm a good boy. But um, anyone who did feel like doing it, and I'm not recommending you do do it, but if you did feel like doing it, it's called this place called Paddington Springs. It's up in Wembley. They'll fit them while you wait. They'll take your old springs away, and they'll put brand new springs on for you. When I had it done, admittedly that was a few years ago, it was 420. It's probably around about a monkey now. So if you want to look into it, look into it. Like I say, I'm the guy looking into getting a bigger license because I want to carry a bit more weight. But we'll see how that pans out. That's if that's for you, that's for you. There you go. Um, oh, and Gary John Baker, hello again, mate. He said a jump start pack. He said, now they've seen these, you know, rather than getting just a compressor, they're a torch and they've got like two little leads on with a jump start. So if you've got a flat battery, it'll do that. It'll do the wheels. The only one thing I will say about jump start packs is they're a bit of a noise because you've got to keep getting them charged. 
So you, put, you charge it up and you put it in the van, and then a month later when you need it, you bring it out and it's gone flat. So you kind of have to, have to do that thing where you take it out, top it up, take it back out, or maybe put it in your cigarette lighter to make sure it stays charged and all that. Um, it's worth looking into. It's, it's a, I mean, they're a handy thing to have. I mean, it's one of them things that I haven't got, and when I need one, I wish I had. I've got jump leads, so you can kind of go. So I always find jump leads can be very, very handy, because you can say to someone, mate, can you get me out of trouble here? Um, and they've got, so they've got a car or a van with a fully charged battery. But a jump pack means you don't have to say, mate, can you get me out of trouble? And it will do your tyres. But, yeah, they're a bit dearer as well. That compressor was, about, I think it was about... 23 quid jump packs you're looking at a minimum of about 40 50 quid they go up to hundreds so you know look into it he also said there's a thing called tire pal and i tried i tried to look at it and it's kind of like a digital readout that goes on your dashboard and it's got like four there's four little um dust cap covers for the valves on the tires and that'll tell you what pressure your tires are not quite sure how it works um, I couldn't get a price on it either. But again, if you fancy that, Google it. It's called Tire Pal. Let me know how you get on. In the meantime, I'm just happy with my compressor thing. It's working okay. Um, and as for the Roman road, um, Julian Rowe said London's always changing. Julian, thanks for your comment, mate. I've not spoken to you before, I don't think. I've done work for you, I think. But um, I've not spoken to you before, but thanks very much for listening. Appreciate that. And yes, London is always changing. It's, it's bizarre how quickly it changes. I used to work down there, and I'd drive down, and, and just driving down there, like, you know, I've been there two years ago, that's new, that's new, that's changed, that's not there no more. Yeah, it, it, it's like Lego. It disappears and reappears really quickly. Um, and John Brenny wrote that quickly. Um, he used to deliver carpets down there to, to, a fur, to a furniture shop down the Roman, and he said he even bought a ring down there. Um, I wonder if you bought it from the jewellers that's my mates that's done that Channel 4 programme which I haven't got around to watching yet but there is a link to it it's called Diamond Geezers um, it's my mate Steve uh, Mark Suspenser Steve Boy is in the programme so um, if you fancy giving it a look it's on Channel 4 on Catch Up I'm sure Mark Suspenser Steve would be very pleased that you're watching his son on TV I'm going to give it a go um, but yeah it's there if you want it isn't it um, and our case says about the market so I bet you missed the busy days I kind of do, and I kind of don't. Um, it was grief. It paid well. I just wish I'd. I wish I knew what I had when I had it. But then that's the innocence of youth, isn't it? Really, which I haven't got anymore. So, and you can always turn around and go. You know, the problem with life is you don't know whether you lived it correctly because you've got no frame of reference. Um, it's not like you've got something to compare it to. If you could live it twice, you could say that one was better than the other. But you kind of just got to wing it. Um, do I miss it? No. Am I pleased? The change is as good as the rest. Hey, do I want to be a market trader forever? No. I'll be an astronaut next, I think. Anyway, or a helicopter pilot. Still on the helicopter pilot thing. Right, we're off on that one. All right, general questions. Uh, Paul Wilkes has joined this week. Good luck, my friend. I hope it works out for you. You know where I am if you need me. Uh, James Popperley again. Oh, he's on the Curtisside Trader. We've mentioned that. Cheers, James. Um, Donkey and Digger. Oh, yeah, but regarding the benefiting kind in the van, it does it actually, I kind of clocked onto this one afterwards, which is like when I used to drive the car, um, I used to have a car and I'd use it for work. I'd use it to go to the van and back again. But you have to pay the van man 20%, which is the money that you would say, so, well, you know, I drive the car to work and back. That's all I do. But sometimes I go to the shops. Sometimes I go and pick my mum up from the station. So you pay 20% back on the VAT. With a van, not really. 
because the van is basically used for work. I mean, the argument is if you use the van for work and if you used it on Sundays to um, move garden, garden rubbish around or, you know, do something in your house or something like that. But van is a work thing, so no, you don't really have to worry about that one, I don't think. Um, Echo Logistics. Crafter or Sprinter? I would say Sprinter every time. Uh, they look the same on the outside. And don't be wrong, again, I ain't a mechanic, and as you guys know, I don't know what I'm talking about, and I'm always at your, uh, you know, I, I am just a conduit, you guys tell me better. But as I understand it, they look the same on the outside, and I love a VW, it's a good van, um, as they go a lot better than most, but I think the Sprinter's got a cam chain, whereas the Crafter's got a cam belt, so they kind of look the same-ish on the outside, but they're not the same on the inside. I love my Sprinter. Owls bought... Um, and a transit, brand new transit, double wheelbase. He's he's running in that at the moment, and he says he, he understands brake horsepower and torque and all that kind of stuff. He said, "Do you know if it's doing this?" I went, "No, mate, mine doesn't do that." He, he said, "I've been looking at the brake horsepowers between the two, and yours is like sixty higher than mine, or something higher than mine." I don't understand. I don't even stand miles per gallon. I just know how much it costs me to fill the damn thing up and how long it goes for. Um, but yeah, no, it, it just goes. And it doesn't struggle. I love sprinters. I, I swear by sprinters. Um, I kind of like the new one. It's like the Star Trek one. Although I was at a drop-off and I, I was sent to my mate. I said, I said well, not a mate, it's the guy who was there. I said, what's it like? And he's like, well, the charging point's a million miles away. And I had a quick look and I kind of went, hmm. Still like mine. Jessica's lovely. Anyway, um, yeah, I would say sprinter. Craft draw sprinter. Sprinter. If you can, I know they're dearer. I know they're dearer than Renaults. I know they're dearer than Transits. And Transits are cheap and are cheap to repair. And the parts are everywhere. But I love my Sprinter. And if you're going to spend that much time in a vehicle all day long, have a decent one, like, you know? Have a, have a cheap car and a decent van. That's the way I look at it. Um, Yorkshireman's Daily Grind. He said, he has got a curtain conversion on here. Mate, I need you to fill me in on this one. £700 plus fat. Now, I turned around and said it's about 800 quid, which, again, is £700 plus fat. Off the top of your mind, around about 800 quid, 800 and a bit. Um, and with that quotes in 14, everyone's going, where can you get a van converted for 700 pound plus van? Well, apparently you know. So if you do know the place, once you're done with them and you've got all your vehicles converted, if you could let us know, because for 700 pound plus van, I'd certainly consider that. You're going to get that money back in about two months, I would say. I'm doing curtain jobs that you previously wouldn't have got. So that's, that's for one side, 1400 for both. But you don't need both sides converted. You only need one. And if you've got one side rigid, one side converted, those that want particularly rigid jobs, you've still got half a chance. So there we go. Um, David Starling, do you need public liability? As far as I know, no, but it's worth having. I mean, you, you need um, a higher and reward insurance or like good, like, or goods in transit insurance, like goods in transit insurance. Is that right? Um, you need higher and reward insurance or light haulage insurance. You can get away with light haulage because we're not higher and reward is more like multi drop. And by multi drop, they're like talking about Amazon. If you would like haulage, that's two or three drops a day. Both of them qualify. There's not a lot of difference between the two. So in my experience, you might as well just have the higher reward and covers you just in case. Um, and of course, you're going to need your goods in transit insurance in case something falls over when you're driving down the motorway. Public liability, it's, you don't have to have it, but it's like 50, 60 quid a year for £5 million worth of cover. So for the sake of it, for the sake of like a quid a week, you might as well have it. Choice is yours. Uh, what else we got? Oh yeah, Longfinger. He says, I don't understand why you're encouraging people to run at 50p a mile. Mate, I'm not encouraging people to run at 50p a mile. The problem I've got is I know how much jobs are selling for. 
Because oh, I know how much I'm saying. Because I've had a couple of people, I've rung them up and I've gone, I've given them a quote. And if you, one guy, there was one job, it was going from Aylesbury to Milton Keynes, 19 miles in, in an extra long wheelbase. And I said, I'm passing, I, not Aylesbury, yeah, it was, it was Amersham. Uh, I'm passing Amersham, I can be there in two minutes. I'm literally passing the junction, I'll go straight there. I said, 40 quid. And the guy turned around and said, mate, he said, you're not going to believe this, the job is sold for 20 pounds. The shipper turned around to me and said, what chance have you got? Now, I always say to people, quote, what you're comfortable with. You quote what you're... But I also know, I've, I've got people ringing me up that are going, I have been bidding on jobs all week and I haven't won a single job. Uh, the one thing I will say, I recommend ring them, talk to them. It's better than the electronic quotes if you can. But um, I'm not telling anyone to run for anything. I just know that there are jobs out there that are selling super-duper cheap. And it's all well and good if you've got a bit of fuel in the tank. You go, well, I'm just going to hold the line. I'm just going to quote that. And if I don't win it, I don't win it. But when you ain't been to work for a week and the bills are piling up, what you got to do? Um, and the, I mean, on the flip side of things, I, to- I to- to- totally take on board what you're saying. All that's going to happen is it's going to drive prices down on the exchange. And then at the end of it, we're all running for nothing and no one's making any money. But I'm not telling anybody. I, I quote what I need to quote. I just know that, and also when I said about the 50p mile, it's normally if you're starting off and you're trying to get a bit of feedback, I would say do it. But no, I, I think you, you've got to be sensible, guys. Um, jobs are selling cheap, but don't run for nothing. Because you can end up quoting for jobs, and you think at the end of it, I haven't actually physically made any money here. But yeah, anyway, that's the size of things. These are things you've got to work out. This is, I, I, like I say, I wish there was a graph or a pie chart, and I could say, this is how it works. You do that, you win that. It ain't like that. It's just something that evolves. I just hope we, I hope we get a few more jobs on the exchange because it's been a bit quiet. But it's January, you know. Um, I hope they start. Hopefully, they'll start to pick up soon. More jobs, hopefully, more money. Fingers crossed on that one. Uh, what else we got? Divine Eye Observer. Would I take on someone who is uh, no experience of being self-employed but plenty of experience with a courier app? Yeah, I would. Oh, no, plenty of experience for being a courier. Well, you've got two choices. You can ring me and I'll talk to you about it. Um, my number's there, or you can leave a comment or what have you, or ring the exchange and talk to them. Um, again, there's a video down there which shows you how to join the exchange. Just follow it through. But if, you've, if you're an experienced courier driver, you're already one step ahead of the game. Uh, ring them and talk to them, or you can ring them and talk to me. Like I say, my number's on there somewhere, or I just leave a note. And uh, I'm happy to talk to anyone any time. I'll fill you. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to anyone. I don't care. I'm soft. Um, and I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I actually, I'll give you a genuine, honest opinion of what I think. But yeah, the number's on there somewhere. I think I've done a good. If it's not, it's 07970-723-884. And you can all call me anytime you like. If I can talk to you, I will. If I'm busy, I normally hear people ring me up and say, mate, in the nice possible way, I'm halfway through loaded, can I ring you back? Well, I'll talk to anyone. I don't mind, I'm soft. Uh, what else we got? Oh, yeah, regarding the, um, uh, yeah, the compressor. I had to buy an extra a cable because the cable for the compressor wouldn't reach the back wheels. So I had to buy an extension lead and I bought one which was like 2 volts instead of 20 volts. Um, CJ said he had one for his car. He met with the 12 volt cable in about three minutes. So did I. Yeah, exactly the same thing happened to me. I went back to the shop. I was going to go, Lance, you kind of sold me the wrong one here. But I like the shop. It's the one I, I, I buy all of me sort of um, motor spares from. I just went, yeah, that didn't work. Buy cheap, buy twice. And bought the bigger one. That's working fine now. Um, Harper Valentine, that's my mate Nick. How you doing, Nick? He, he, he said he's working, you know, bearing in mind filling up the tyres. 
is working in a place where they're delivering scaffolding. He said all the banksmen, when they take the scaffolding off the vehicles, pump the tyres up before they drive off. I thought that was very sensible. I, I reckon you should do your tyres at least once a week. It's amazing when you're running. If you're doing 1,000 miles a week, it's amazing how quickly they go down. So, and you want to keep your, you want to keep the pressure high. Um, something like Gary John, uh, was, whoever it's, I think it was Gary John Baker who said about the, um, the tyre pressure sensor. Apparently, if they go down, that impacts on the side wall, and that gives you more chance of getting a blowout. So, and also it just drives better. You just want to keep on top of it if you can, like, you know. So, and if you're pumping it up, if, you if you've got one that's going down a lot, if you're constantly pumping it up and down, you're weakening the side wall. So you want to be careful of that because you don't want to be blow, you know, you don't want to blow out tyres. You know, it, it's kind of, you, could, you could be late for a job. Um, it could be a danger. And, you, you know, you just you don't really want the aggravation, do you? Changing the tyres are pain. It's not, it's not a bad pain, but it's a pain. Um, there we go. What else have we got? Oh, stay, I've written it down quickly. What happens if a company closes and still owes you money? <sighs> Mate, <laughs> tell me about it. Um, you can try to pursue them. Um, on the whole, if a company closes down but owes you money, you've kind of lost that money. The amount of aggravation and time you're going to have to go through to try and retract, it depends how much they owe you. If they owe you 60 quid, wipe your mouth and walk away. If they owe you thousands, pursue it. You know, pursue it through the courts. But at the end of the day, a lot. Of, this is why I say the good thing about the exchange, I will say, is you end up doing a lot of work for a lot of different people. So you kind of do spread your um, your risk across a whole blanket. It's not like if you, if you start off as a career driver, my, um, my mate Tony ended up doing a load of work for a tyre guy when he started, and the guy he got the money out of him eventually, but the guy owed him about two grand, and he was paying him in like drip feeding. In the end, Tony stopped working for him, and he, he got this. So I got most of the money eventually, but it's, it's all lovely when you've got a good customer. But if you've got a good customer and they're paying and they're paying you a lot of money, and it's a considerable amount of your wage, make sure that they're kosher. Make sure that they ain't going to go down or nothing like that, because if they do, you know, you could be out, which is why on the exchange at least it does spread it across a lot of different people. So there's a good chance if one goes down, it's only going to be a small fraction of what you're owed. Um, oh, and Paul Wilkes finally, do I have company ID? No, it's something I keep meaning to get around to. I was talking to the kids. I said, I'm going to try and do it on a DTP. They went, what? And I went, a desktop publisher? And it was like, what? So show me age here. Apparently people don't use it. They don't. I said, what's it called now? They went, publisher. And I went, well, it's not publisher, publisher, the same thing, isn't it? But apparently they do it on Word. I'm going to try to get round to doing it. Like I'm going to try to get round to doing an operator's license on top of all the other things that I need to do in my life. I've actually kind of half got a weekend off. But I was at the mechanics this morning and... and, and um, it just disappears. But in the meantime, at least I've done the Q&A. So thanks very much for listening. Um, let me know what I've got wrong. Let me know if you've got any feedback on any of the questions that I can share. I'm always grateful, as I think, as is everybody. And it's a new week tomorrow. So let's go and take care, take money. Cheers, guys. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.